Welcome to The Practice, a podcast dedicated to unpacking the challenges and joys of being human in this unprecedented time. Each episode will delve into a different aspect of the practice of living with the goal of leaving you empowered to go out into the world as your best self embodied. Hello, and as always, thank you so much for taking the time and energy to tune in. I'm your host, Brooke Davidson. Today's episode is something that I alluded to in the previous episode that was dedicated to apologizing, and it's also something that has come up in brief mentions throughout the entirety of this podcast, and it was finally time, I thought, to dedicate an entire episode to the topic of core values. Now, I want to start this episode by distinguishing between a belief and a value because there's often some misunderstanding there. And the important thing to note is that beliefs are malleable, they can be proven and disproven, and they're more like an opinion. Values, on the other hand, are something deeper. They can't really be proven or disproven, at least in regards to proven or disproven to exist, you can prove or disprove that a person actually lives by their values, but that's a whole different thing. So an example of a belief, somebody might believe in an afterlife. Maybe they believe in the concepts of heaven and or hell or something like that, right? And that could be proven or disproven upon that person's death, depending what happens. Is it nothingness? Do they find themselves in an afterlife? Are they reincarnated as a squid? Like that, although we can't necessarily prove or disprove it right here, right now, is something that has a resulting factor. And a person might change that belief throughout their life depending on other factors that come in, you know, what information they come across throughout their lives. Values, on the other hand, as mentioned, are a little bit deeper. They're kind of this underlying current. So for example, something like kindness can be a value. And nobody would argue that kindness exists in the world. Like we all know that that's a thing. It's just a matter of how much a person decides to care about it and prioritize it and act off of it in their own lives. So when we think about a value, I like to think of the definition that was given by psychologist Barb Markway and Celia Amp. They say that values are the principles that give our lives meaning and allow us to persevere through adversity. So those are two pretty serious things, right? Values give our lives meaning and help us to persevere through adversity. Like no pressure values, but you better hold up to your job. You better understand the assignment here. And so when we think about the relevance of values, it's quite clear Like, if we don't have clarity on our values, we probably don't have clarity on what in our life we care about as a whole. And that can lead a person to feel a little bit confused or empty or, you know, just off track in their own life. If we're clear about our values, just by knowing what we care about, we automatically create a little bit more meaning for ourselves, a little more purpose for ourselves. So... What I suggest, if you're new to inventorying your values, what I suggest is you start with five or six. 
you might have a hundred things that you could declare as values, but at the end of the day, our values are similar to anything that we give priority to in our life and that you really have to minimize, right? Like if you're trying to become proficient in 12 different sports, you're probably going to be pretty bad at all of them. Whereas if you are really working hard to become good in one sport, you can become probably pretty talented with it. And that's true of our values. It's helpful to really narrow down the ones that are absolutely the most important, most crucial, the most non-negotiable. Now, if you're unsure of what your values are, it can be helpful to consider traits that you admire in others and think of things that you think the world would be better if everybody just felt this or if everybody just lived with this. And that can be a helpful start. You can Google lists of values online too and see what things come up. It's pretty interesting if you do that, because I have done that before. You'll see that there are clear values that the writers of these articles have. You know, some of them are lists that say financial security, productivity, work ethic, you know, things like that. And then there will be a whole nother list that says something like compassion, contentment, peacefulness, calm. And so it's, it's kind of funny because, of course, you can't separate the writer from their values. And therefore, a lot of these lists end up being a little bit biased in that way. And so you might have to read through a few lists in order to come across the breadth of words that you would choose to describe your values. For me, for example, things like empathy, things like openness, things like discernment, freedom, adventure, those things really matter to me. And so once I have determined those things for myself, that's where I then get to start thinking of what this means for my life as a whole. And so once you've done the same, what I suggest is that you take a couple different sticky notes and you write those words on it, those you know five or six words. And you post one somewhere that you'll frequently see it at home, maybe on your bathroom mirror or on your dresser if you use that regularly to get dressed. You know, set it somewhere you'll see it. And then the other one, bring to work and have in, at your office or, or maybe it's even in your car that you just like can see it regularly when you get in and out of your car. But ultimately, have these visible somewhere. By having them visible, you encourage yourself to consistently think about them. And it's not just a glance at the post-it note. It's an actual like stop and read the words and remember what those words mean. So then when you go throughout your life and you're making decisions, you can bring this list to mind. One thing to consider is that you're probably going to make plenty of decisions where you have to choose one value over another. So maybe you choose, for example, connection over accomplishment. Maybe this is an example of a time at work where you and your peers are tasked with some sort of team building activity. And instead of being the team that won, you guys are the team that had a lot of fun and connected with each other. And you chose in that moment, even though you value accomplishment and connection, you chose in that moment to value connection more than accomplishment because it was a team building activity and that's what you felt was most important to you at the time. The key thing is that the more we become aware of our values 
And the more we become aware of how we make decisions, the more aligned we can be. Like sometimes we make a decision because it's what is easiest or it's because it's what we've done in the past and it feels bad later. And if we really are able to sit down and think about it, often what that traces back to is that it doesn't align with what we truly value. So that can be a really helpful way to understand why decisions feel good or bad after we make them. It can also be so helpful to, in the example I gave earlier, understand that we can't necessarily prioritize every value in every decision. Sometimes we have to choose one over the other, but if we are not aware of what is happening, it can be easy to be like, oh my gosh, my team lost. We didn't win this thing. We didn't accomplish it in the way that I wanted to. And to just kind of have that hardship or that kind of negative feeling dominate the experience. Whereas if we are able to keep all of our values in mind and hold the full picture at hand, we can maybe feel a bit better about that experience because we can say, yeah, I didn't prioritize accomplishment here, but I did prioritize connection and look how well that turned out. I think so many of our emotional responses to things come from a place of just not even understanding ourselves and our decisions and their implications. And the more conscious we become in that way, I think we'll be a little bit more content in the decisions we make knowing that they came from a good place. The last thing I want to say is that we need to be willing to edit our values. Now, unlike beliefs that hopefully we are super open to editing all throughout our lives, accepting new information as it comes in, being open to different viewpoints and so on, values tend to run a little bit deeper and be a little bit less changing. You know, it's going to be hard for someone that values kindness to suddenly not value kindness. Like, what would have had to happen in that person's life for that to be the case, right? That being said, the main edits that happen are either when we go through a big life change and we realize that we've been valuing something that we don't actually value. Like, maybe we've inherited a value from our family or from our partners or from our work environment. And once we get away from it a bit, we realize, oh, I actually don't feel that way. So it's not necessarily like you're changing your value. It's more that you're coming into what you truly value with more consciousness. Additionally, there might be times, especially at the start, if you're kind of new to this way of thinking, that you realize you don't have quite the right word. And so in that case... Again, it's not necessarily that you're really changing this fundamental value within yourself so much as you're coming up with a better way to articulate it. And so being willing to find the right word that really feels like the right fit is totally worth your time. And it's worth editing that sticky note if you realize that one of your words is a little bit off. All right, guys, I'm going to leave this episode here. It's already a little bit longer than I try to make them. I hope this is of service to you. It's been so impactful to me to clarify my values and understand how those come into play in making decisions. And I really hope that that's also true for you as you embark on this journey yourself. Thank you so much for listening.
To follow along with my work, you can find me on Instagram at brooke underscore being. If you're interested in contacting me for a private yoga or life coach consult, please send an inquiry to brookedavidsonyoga at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.